episode 50. I'm Jules. I'm Cece. And happy Mother's Day. I'm Concrete Kira. Happy Mother's Day, all of you moms out there. We're here talking about weird shit because guess what, motherfuckers? We're all moms that are on this today. We are all moms. It's very exciting. Even Concrete Kira. So, turns out that's what we were doing when we had that big break. Remember we said we got a new family member? Well, who was it? It was my baby Squish. (laughs) Baby Squish has joined the family. She is the most beautiful Squish in the entire world. Yeah, she is. She's the squishiest. Actually, I didn't get to touch her yet, but I'm going to. (laughs) I'm going to get her soon. You're going to get her in a few weeks. Yeah, like a month. A month and a half. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've been busy doing, guys. I'm not just a mom that says weird shit anymore. I'm now a Gma that says weird shit. She's a grandma. This is weird shit my grandma says. Shut up. You're a great aunt. I don't care. That's grandma adjacent. But it makes you sound really old. She can call me grandma. You are like a second grandma. I am. That might be the only grandbaby I ever get. We don't know. So I'm yeah. going to just take that on right now. I'm taking that on. We have a lot of kids, and I feel like that might be the only grandbaby I ever get. You don't so. know that. What? No, Lucy will have grandbabies, I bet. You think so? Probably. Um. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be, like, mortified listening to this. Be like, I don't know, Mom. Jeez. I know. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to pressure our daughters into having babies at all. Squish will be enough if that's all we get. Okay. Squish but if we get more, thing. yes, we'll take them. So how are you enjoying being a new mama? It's cool. Um, It feels like a lot, but not a lot at the same time. Because there's a lot of sitting around doing nothing. But it's also like intense pressure to make sure your child doesn't die. So yes, that's yeah. different. Well, the yeah. exciting part is that while Concrete Kira has been off of work and stuff, she has put together her own episode for us today i'm so excited special mother's day and we're so excited to have you hosting i'm gonna be the boss today you're the boss applesauce i'm gonna tell you guys about kind of a cryptid kind of a haunting depends on how you want to look at it it's more an urban legend in a way with just Mm. a stupid history lesson I love stupid history lessons. Have you realized lately, actually not lately, but our entire podcast is probably more so about stupid history? It is. I learn all kinds of stupid historical facts all the time, and I feel like I'm starting to to gain more knowledge of the olden days because of the types of cases that we cover. I really like it. I do, too. Before we get into this, like speaking of old history, um, if we go back in history almost a year ago, we had our first episode and it was about our murder grandpa, our third great grandfather. And this week on our podcast hosting site, uh, people can listen to the podcast in there and it seems as though someone else who also is related to murder grandpa 
he is also her murder grandpa, found our podcast. And she left a comment. I can't figure out how to respond to it. I'm not sure if I can or not or if I'm just stupid. But Probably stupid. Yeah, it probably is stupid, but I can't figure it out. Anyway, you left a comment, cousin, and I am really, really, like, interested in hearing what else you have about our murder grandpa. And so if you would email us at weirdshitmymomsays at gmail.com, that would be so exciting to get a message from you and learn more about what you know about murder grandpa. We're also curious just how you found the website, like the podcast in the first place, because we don't have a very big listener base. And so I'm like, whoa, how did this person that happens to be related to us find us? Because that's crazy to me. I mean, I guess Murder Grandpa had so many kids, and if each of those kids had many kids, that's a wide net. Does anyone else feel like that's like Yzma? Like, I'll put that kid in a box, and then I'll put that other kid in a box, and then I'll mail the box to myself, and when the box arrives, I'll smash (laughs) it with a hammer. Yes, it's kind of like that. Yes. Oh. So that's exciting. It is. Hi, cousin. Hello. Yeah, we don't know you, but... I'm really curious to just like find out what you know, because that'd be cool. Yeah, this is very cool. Great. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited, Concrete Kira. I want to know what this thing is that we're talking about today. I don't even know what it is either. I kind of know oh. like a little bit about the title, but she told me not to read anything about it. I didn't I look s- at the notes either. I saw them appear in the folder, but I didn't cheat. When I was looking for what I was going to be talking about today, I had originally sent an article. And I was like, oh shit, actually, no, don't read that. Because I think this is cool. And it's going to be less interesting if you actually look into it. Okay. Sweet. Let's go. I'm so excited. So I've been secretive. Okay. Are you you ready for this? Are you nervous? I mean, it's a little bit strange having a conversation with you guys that's going to be, like, recorded. And I know this is probably going to be a little bit weird for the listeners because we all have very similar voices. And just adding a third might be a little difficult for some people. So I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you can't decipher who's who very well. Uh, That's not going to end. Yeah, I think that it's hard for people all the time. You think so? I don't think that we're that similar. But, like, I will say that wasn't one of our highest listened to episodes the the horniest cryptid ever goat man uh yeah i mean it was up till we started talking about reincarnation and people went wild Uh. on that shit yeah okay well concrete kira was on that episode as well Mm -hmm. and that one did really well so i think you're gonna do really really awesome on this one and should we jump in we should jump in all right To set the scene, you're a very tired woman traveling through the Arizona Territory. It's hot as fuck all the time, and you have a sunburn, but no aloe. No aloe? Yeah, you just have to suffer. Goddamn rocks are poking you as you try to fall asleep on your super dusty and sweat-smelly bedroll, because your good-for-nothing husband doesn't want to settle down and build a house until him and his homies find a good prospecting spot near Tucson. So you were like, are are we in a are we in a, a wagon? Mm, you could be in a wagon, but right now you're not in a wagon. You're just sleeping on the goddamn ground. Like, are we? We're in the olden days. Yeah, Is you're there in the a olden year? days. Are we allowed to know the year? 
We're getting into it in just a second okay. here. Literally the next sentence. I've turned into your mother. All right. You have no faith in his get-rich-quick scheme, but it's the 1880s. See, I told you that we were going to say it. So if hubby says you're going west, you're going west, girl. You hear rustling and clomping nearby, but assume it's just your party's mule getting comfortable at the edge of camp and finally drift off to a probably not very peaceful sleep because you're outside and there's scorpions and snakes and shit. Mm. I don't like that. Coyotes, too. I don't want a scorpion to, like, touch my face. I don't want them to touch me anywhere. What if they touched your butt? They probably did crawl in a way or like in a snuggly way. Well, they would poke your butt. They don't snuggle. They don't snuggle. Have you ever tried? It'd be weird if scorpions were like snuggly with each other. No, there's definitely going to be a scorpion stabbing you in your ass. Like that's how they're going to get. They're going to just like wiggle in there and they're going to be like up in your butt. Scorpions started stabbing me in my ass. That's what I was thinking about. If it's the 1880s, then you're in a dress, too, so easy access for that scorpion to get to your ass. But remember, they had them, the hoop things so you could whip your little dress up and take a shit wherever you wanted. But, okay, no, no, here's the deal, though. Like, if you had those big skirts, they could just climb up anytime they want. They could, you'd be oh, walking God. through the woods, and a scorpion is, like, when they, like, like clamp on. I don't know how scorpions work, but I'm imagining that it's, like, clamping on, like, a little, like crab and it's like gonna crawl its way up to your vagina and it's gonna get you oh god i hate that and then it's gonna it's gonna bite you in your vagina or whatever it does it stings you oh isn't it its tail it doesn't have yeah. claws like a crab. no it has claws oh it does okay they have both they're awful oh it could get your butt and your vag it's gonna it's not gonna oh, be good god Depending on how big it was, like, it could reach both at the exact same time, too. <laughs> you were talking about your vagina. Oh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Depending that on applies. how big it was. I was still focused on that. I'm really sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, everyone. This Happy is really Mother's appropriate. Day. This is whatever. Like, if you're offended, go somewhere else. I don't care. <laughs> we talk about getting stabbed in the vagina here. We have barely anything to lose. We don't have very many listeners. We really do have barely anything to lose. Okay, so what happens now? Your last words before being hoofed in the face are, Holy shit, that's a lumpy horse! What? (laughs) Today, I'm going to be talking about a bloodthirsty ghost camel. What? A ghost camel? I'm not... a fucking ghost camel? I'm not even fucking kidding. This was a real thing that people believed in. Were there camels in Arizona? (laughs) I'll get to that, too. This will all make so much more sense. I don't know. Okay. You know what I think about when I think about camels, though? Can we just, like, take a... So, did you... Concrete here, did you ever go to the M&M ranch on a field trip for school? Yeah, that's actually something that I'm about to talk about, too. Oh, my God. I'll shut up. Okay. I just not like my personal camel? experience. Did you see the 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 Pepsi drinking camel there? I don't remember, but there most was likely a, there was a camel, and you you could give it a can of Pepsi, and it would just like drink it, like with. I'm sure. Peta probably would have found out about that by the time that I was in school. Probably. That's not allowed. Yeah. Yeah, it like wasn't I, good for him. I think when you guys were kids, that kind of shit like would fly, but then. At some point, they had to make sure that animals weren't, you know, getting all that aspartame. Yeah. 
I guess maybe I don't know how old camels love to be, but it just seems. Oh, I'll tell you too. Yes. Okay, I'll shut up. Keep going. Let's <laughs> talk about this. I'm sure most of you have met a camel at a zoo or some local farm that has mostly appropriate sheep and a couple donkeys, but also a camel for some reason. Perhaps you've petted a camel or were given an opportunity to ride on it as some heavily bearded man with a cowboy hat slowly led it through the fenced grassy prison it was doomed to entertain children in for the rest of eternity. Maybe you even remember the camel that dressed up in a suit and tried to get you hooked on tar and nicotine until his likeness was banned in 1997. I never wanted to smoke, but he was cool. His he was name cool. was Joe Cool. Yeah, I remember like being a little kid and like seeing the posters of him, and then they were just gone. I know that they were banned before I even existed, but there were still the remnants in some if gas I, stations. If I had an opportunity to smoke a cigarette with a camel or a cigar, I would take it. Like I would feel you like would listen. still do it. Yeah, I would. I don't smoke, but I would just, I'd be like, okay, let's have a cig together. Like, let's have a smoke, camel. Those <laughs> are bad cool. influence. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking we could have a beer and a smoke. I don't even drink beer have a or beer? smoke. But yeah, I would. With a camel? Especially if you could drink I mean, it like a Pepsi I mean, if the camel can? was going to. Do you think that they ever gave Pepsi camel beer? Probably. I would try. I would also, like, there's probably kids that wanted him to have cigarettes, too, because of Joe Camel. Joe so cool. that Joe Camel. I don't know what his name is. That ranch isn't there anymore. So do you think that the ghost of that camel could be there? Probably. I'm going to go ghost hunting there at night. <laughs> I'm looking for a ghost camel. Ma'am, what are you doing in this field? You've been caught trespassing. Well, I'm, I'm just, just here for a ghost, ghost hunting. Camel. Ghost camels. Okay. I brought my Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all you have to do is go out there with a can of Pepsi that looks like it's from 1990. And then you crack it open and it's like, I can't make a crack noise. But I can <laughs> hear it in my is? head. And then all of a sudden the ghost camel will appear. That's how we do it. We're going to bring that's an a EPP. really good plan. Yeah. That's, I think, when you when you come up next, that's what we'll do. It's that's okay. I'm gonna tell you okay, but I'm not fucking doing that. Okay, anyway. Given this knowledge of camels, I know what you're probably thinking. One of all the animals I could imagine ghostly figures of, camels did not make the list. You know, think of your average ghost animals. You got what? Fucking wolves? Maybe like a weird cat? Do you think like apes? Maybe? Uh, no. Dogs. Why? Dogs. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like a ghost ape, like, I'm already kind of scared of primates. They're just too close to people, but they're not people, so they freak me out. Yeah, they are scared. If they're ghost ape, like, no. I'm not dealing with that. Fuck that. legs. Well, it got people hands. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, that's the only thing scarier than, like, like, if a ghost person touches you, that's one thing, but then you, like, turn around and you catch, like, a semi-translucent gorilla touching you what if it like donkey kongs your head (laughs) it could go donkey kong your head or it could like come up and like scream in your face or it could like act like it was gonna rip your arm off or something i have a new fear (laughs) i don't want that to happen i'm not going any place near circus places what about like a haunted zoo that would be just awful a haunted circus would be much worse 
Because, like, clowns oh, no. and shit. Yeah. Cece's face right now is what? really terrified. <laughs> I'm scared of these things. You're wearing your scary on your face. Nah, I am. Okay, so right. what? tell so, us about this ghost camel. So let's cover some basic camel facts first, because I know that, Cece, you're very interested in just what camels are. I do. I need to know. The history of camels. I came prepared. I googled the shit out of camels. I was like, <laughs> some people aren't going to know a lot about camels, because why the fuck would you? That's um, why you should come, because otherwise we have to side quest. So. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to have to be side questing. No, we don't There's have too to side quest. Going on here. I already Wikipedia'd. We're, we're all set. All right. So camels can live up to 50 years and be up to seven feet tall. Seven what? feet? 50 years? That's a big ass, old ass I'm animal. Impressed. Camels can sprint at up to 40 miles per hour and sustain speeds of up to 25 miles per hour for no longer No wonder distances. people used to drive them. Yes. And I'm just thinking about, like, when you said sprinting, I imagined it, like, for some reason, jumping over the hurdles for track and field. <laughs> like, yeah, track and field. When yeah. I say sprint, I imagine, like, you know, like the Scooby scramble where Scooby Doo yes. does that thing where his legs go in circles and it's like, <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. you know, I can't make the sound. <laughs> Is that how that goes? Yeah. Wow. What else do we, what sound. else about camels? So, camels are slightly slower than horses, but they can maintain a steady pace much longer. And they bring their own water with them, though, right? That, yeah, I was about to say that. So, yes. some of the major appeals of the camel are that they require less water than a horse or a donkey. They can potentially carry hundreds of pounds more cargo for longer distances. How come? I don't know. I think that they're just more, like, sturdy. I mean, like, think about, like, their leggies. Their legs are, like, thick. Whereas, like, a horse leg is kind of, like, a little dainty thing. I... I don't know what kind of horses you've talked to lately, but... Camels have thunder thighs. They do. <laughs> I'm the They're camel like us. of the human world. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got big hopes. No, wait. <laughs> like, that... Never mind. I do. Things got weird. I'm mortified. Camel hoofs are also better suited for rocky, sandy, or soily ground. So they just got weird feeties, I guess. So they're just better for, like, being in the desert. Yeah, basically. basically. So I so, imagine if you're in Arizona that a camel is an ideal companion. You would think that. Okay. Okay. We'll see why that might not be the case. Because it's scary because they're a ghost. Yeah, they're okay. they're too haunty. So camels normally live in the large area ranging from China through southern Asia all the way to West Africa. There are also some in Australia, but they're not supposed to be there, so that's just not important right now. What do you mean, like, they're not supposed to be there? Basically the same thing that happened in the U.S. They were taken there against their will. Like, oh. I know you said they're not supposed to be there. Was there, like, a rule that camel... Like, was there, like, a no camels allowed? No like, camels a big X on a camel picture? Technically, like, nobody's really allowed to be in Australia. Everything that's in Australia was, like, basically taken there as as prisoners, in a way. But not, like, the indigenous people. Not the indigenous well, people. They can be... You can be there, okay? But everybody else. No camels. Yeah, because it was a prison island. 
Yeah. It came in and ruined the indigenous people's lives. They just released the camels onto them. They released the white people onto them. I don't know yeah. which is weirder or worse. I, it, yeah. If you're yeah. an indigenous person from Australia and you have some beef with camels, let us know how that beef went. Beef with camels. Yeah. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> let us know how it's going for we you. We do have Australian listeners. Oh. We do? We have listeners from all over the world. That's cool, people from around the world. It is really cool. Uh, We've gotten a lot more countries lately. Australian listeners, um, have you ever seen a camel in Australia? Like in the wild? Like what's happening with that? Please explain. I feel oh. like I don't know. There's already enough scary things in Australia as it is, and you're just adding. I mean, like they're probably not wild camels. They're not like wild running. <laughs> Like, there's a giant spider, a kangaroo, and there's a camel that just walks through. Vagina-biting scorpions. Yes. And emus. Yeah. All right. So, So basically, there's just that huge belt of camel territory, and the U.S. is way outside that zone. Yes. Domesticated camels have been used for military operations, trade, and travel for centuries within this camel belt. The camel belt. That kind of reminds me of the werewolf belt. Remember that one where he would put on a belt and he would turn into a werewolf? Yeah, I remember that. That was a really good episode, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, nobody uses that term for the geographical zone, but, like, I'm the expert, so you're just going to have to go with it. Camel belt. The camel belt, yeah. So, the American Southwest has a lot of terrain that's arguably really similar to a lot of the camel belt. So, it's perfect for the camel footies. Okay. Yeah. So, this is why some big thinkers in the U.S., including not only Cece, but Quartermaster Major Henry C. Wayne, Secretary of War Jefferson Davis, and some other dudes, they try to persuade the Senate to buy some of these fuzzy ships of the desert. That's apparently, like, what... People Did you make that up? No, I didn't. Did you, you made up Ships of the Desert? I'm not that creative, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that, that that's just kind of how they're... I don't know who made that up, but I think it's like some Europeans from this time period that saw them in, you know, the camel belt. And they were like, damn. Yeah. Look at them moving that cargo. Nice. They're like a ship in the desert. Yeah. As if it was some, like, revolutionary technology. It was. For them. Yeah. So they really, really wanted some of these camels to play with between 1836 and 1854. And I say that this window of time was there because they were lobbying for it for that entire period. Like they wow. could not convince the Senate to just go with it. So that's what they, they used to really... talk about in olden days? Yeah. I mean, the Senate at this point in time. They were worried about which new states were going to be slave states and, and which how many... were going to be camel states. Yeah. And how many representatives each state should get and kind of how to do all this manifest destiny stuff. So, of course, these camel guys were not a priority <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> they they okay. just weren't giving up, too. They were like, no, I'm going to keep bringing the camels up until somebody says yes. It's like me when I try to hire another person, like, every year. I'm like, please let me get another employee. It's like that, but with camels. <laughs> Yeah, so the Senate was like, fuck your camels, that's dumb, I don't want to deal with you. And the pro-camel dudes whipped out all their best arguments, because they were just not letting it go. 
So they were trying to convince the Senate that these camels could be helpful for bringing soldiers, supplies, and mail through the New West. Mail? Yeah, they wanted to do, like, camel mailmen. Has anyone seen the camel man today? Yes. I feel what like was... I would have been on Team Camel. Yeah, I would have been. I'm an outside-of-the-box thinker. They can make dope-ass camel passenger trains to help with expansion. I don't know what that would entail. I decided not to Google it because I wanted to hear what you guys thought it would be. Well, it's basically just people that are riding camels, and then they have pretty ribbons, and then the pretty ribbons extend from each camel to another camel. Like those kindergarten ropes that, like, you hold on to during a field trip? Kind of, but I imagine them to be a lot prettier. Because camels, it just seems like they have to be, like, more elegant. Camels are not elegant. I I know, but it just reminds me of, like... Um, what's that movie? Is it Tarzan? Does this feel like it should belong in Tarzan? It like kind of does. Collins okay, no, no, no. Here's what I'm imagining, because I just watched Aladdin on Friday. And oh, okay. I'm imagining that, like, I think, like, is there a situation where you could have, like, the camels could somehow be holding, like, like a tarp of some sort, and a person could just, like, sit on it? in between the camels they're not like sitting directly on the camel but they're like in like a camel hammock yeah there's like a hammock between a camel hammock that sounds to me like a wiener joke (laughs) okay no 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 listen like like there's the camel in front and the camel behind and then there's like a a like a hammock yeah in between this sounds like a lot of innuendo and you just like sit there in it and you just like like, it's like if somebody were carrying you on one of those, like, things. You know how, like, olden day, like, people would get carried around on these, like, panic <laughs> things? Like, when you see, you like, mean princesses? Only special people got to get carried around. Like, yeah, I'm just saying that it was somehow attached to the camels and it was, like, in a line. And then I don't think you guys are picking up and putting it down. There's a hole for the poop to go through. I don't want to be on that part. Oh no, we we or were real trains alive yet? Yeah, real, real trains were alive. Okay, they were rolling well, through. This is another option. So there's a train, and there's just like a compartment in it, and then like you just you're riding on your camel, and you're like, I want to go faster, and so you buy a ticket for the camel train, and you ride your camel up, and then instead of like seats for you to sit on the train, you have to sit on your camel, and you and your oh. camel are riding on a train together. So also, it's like a trailer for your camels, except it's attached kind of, to a steam trailer. Yeah, but their like head can stick out trailer. the window. You know, like how dogs like to stick their head out the window, oh, yeah. and sometimes their mouth fills up with air, and they like a parachute face. But pfft, it's like that. But the camel would really like putting its head out the train window. Yeah, it's and like its that. Mouth would That's fill the up one. with air. I'm imagining That's the like. Solution. Like Joe Camel or Joe Cool or whatever his name is, I'm imagining him specifically with his cheeks full of air. And he's well, got he has a cigarette in his mouth as well. That cigarette would fly up and burn him in his eyeball. He's a badass. No, he's got a good hold on that thing. I promise. No, he, he understands how like to Clint Eastwood. Him yeah, like you know the good, the bad, and the ugly, where he's got like the little cigar that like never falls out. Off his yeah. Lip. That's how, like, my daughter's dad lives his whole life. Like, you, like, move in furniture with him, and he'll, like, have a cigarette just hanging. It's just, like, it's always stuck to his lip. It's 
like he's not using any. He just somehow keeps it in there all the time. It's just sheer will. Yeah, I don't even know how it gets ashed. He probably flicks it with his tongue a little bit and it keeps going. Ew. Sure. Oh, God. Gross. Anyway. Anyway. Another idea was that they could use these camels to track and pursue native groups as if they were prey animals awaiting oh. extinction. You know, gross 1800 stuff like that. Yeah. That was yeah. a major goal of the government at this point in time. Like the pro-camel people would talk about that i guess that they were like hey so i know that you really want this land cleared for settlers and um i could help you with that by bringing in some camels and they're like why would you pick that those camels didn't ask to be used for racism no they didn't fuck them fuck that i thought i was a camel person but now i'm not well in 1854 the camel boys had finally worn the senators down and a bill was passed for the purchase of 72 camels for $30,000. 72. That's very specific. Yes. They bought 72 for that amount of money. It's not. Do you think they just had like 72 available? It's not like they placed a, like a purchase order for 72 camels. So what they did was they got 36 males and 36 females on this first shipment. And like it was Noah's Ark. Yeah, they tried to Noah's Ark it. And they spent what is the equivalent of over a million dollars in today's money oh, on these that camels. It just seems no. ridiculous. Like, I think you could buy, like, a whole state for that amount back then. And they're like, uh, That's, why you are buy a state for, so like, $3? Yeah, why are the camels Probably so not. expensive? So this was the same year that the U.S. completed the Gadsden Treaty with Mexico, which was how they purchased what would become Arizona and New Mexico. Is that like the Great Gadsden? I think that it was the name of like the guy who finished the treaty was. That was the Great Gadsby, not the Great Gadsby. Yeah, that's not the right thing. That's (laughs) so different, Daisy. Okay. You're completely forgetting this Leonardo DiCaprio movie. How could you, dude? I didn't forget about You forgot it about it. Did you guys ever see it? Never mind. I don't want to get sued. Because okay. Leonardo DiCaprio would totally care what I have to say. Oh, yeah. He's always listening. He's like, He's probably God our number one fan. So. Yeah. Probably. Hey, Leo. You're hey. looking less cute lately, but it's okay. It happens. Oh, my God. Now we're definitely going to get sued. He's going to be like, defamation. <laughs> He's too busy dating, like, 20-year-olds. He's busy. And wearing his headphones. That's all I'm going to say about that. I read an article. Anyway. So, like I said, the Senate had much bigger fish to fry. They did not want to deal with this. But anyway, the camels were delivered to Indianola, Texas in 1856. And Major Wayne, the made like the biggest camel boy, he led the first expedition to San Antonio. And it took about two weeks. Enough of the camels died during that first... I, we're going to call it an expedition because it's fun that way. No. Enough of them died that he had to get a second shipment of camels about Fucking nine Major months Wayne. later. I feel like that should be a derogatory term back then. Like a, be like, you're a Major Wayne. Why did, like, they spent so much money on these camels? And then that's taxpayer like, money. They're all just dying. And they didn't read the instructions about how to do camels or what? They didn't have enough Pepsi around. So she's fucking mean. God. So yeah, off to a great start. We already had to get 
more camels. So they let him get more camels. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, like so. they did not learn their lesson. Okay, at so all. we put in a second purchase order. Yes. And how many camels did he get on the second round? I saw it somewhere, but I don't remember. It was less than 72. I think they were just kind of uh, trying to restore their number back up to where it was. Okay, okay. But I don't have an exact ballpark there. Okay. So these camel boys had a very short-lived victory once the camels were actually put to work. Turns out camels are assholes. <laughs> and yeah. they spit, right? Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, so they bully horses. I am assuming that it has to do with spit and Ooh. maybe kicking and... Like, they're mean to their cousins? Yeah. Like, that's their special, like, animal cousin. Why do they gotta be like that? I don't know. They were racist. The camels weren't racist. Maybe they were. Maybe that's why these racist people wanted them in the first place. It was like, well, these guys are racist, too. Let's join forces. Fact. There was a conversation between a camel and a person. Okay, keep going. Okay, well, anyway. Happening. I'm getting <laughs> All right. silly. Let's, let's go. Bullying horses. Camels are really smelly, which bothered all the army's horses and all the army's men. What do they yeah. smell like? Like peanuts or something? Probably not peanuts, if I had to guess. I would imagine like, okay, so you know like teenage boy musk? Oh, God. Like that, but like also with like a <gasps> horse smell at the same time. I Didn't feel like they smell like butt glands. Yes. Oh, they probably like, you did, know how but... Fox's butt glands release when he's in the car and he's excited? I feel like it probably smells like that. Gross. I just bad. thought everybody smelled really bad back then, though. Nobody was showering. I mean, yeah. Especially, yeah, like, out in this area. Stanky. Yeah, yes, exactly. They didn't have as many, like, towns and amenities and such in the or West water. at this point. Yeah, that too. Desert? Yeah. Come on. Ooh. All right. Oh, God. So people didn't like on their stinky. They're mean to their horses. They also didn't give a shit about loyalty and would just ditch soldiers whenever they felt like it. Like, horses are more loyal, right? Horses are more loyal. I think horses kind of, like, care about their people sometimes. They feel love. I mean, like, there's horse girls who really love their horses, so you'd assume that their horses love them back. They do. Horses are really intelligent. Like you, some of them you can just like talk to them like they're human and they understand what you're supposed to do. It's very, it's crazy to me. Is it like a, like a blink twice if you know what I'm saying type deal? Like how can you tell? Like I had this friend and she had a horse and I went to ride, like I was with her and I was going to ride the horse. I did ride the horse and like, I guess in the past, like, when I had ridden horses, it was, like, there were very specific things that I was told I was supposed to do to make it, like, go faster or slower and that kind of thing. And she was, like, no, just talk to it. And I was, like, yeah, but what words? And she was, like, no, just, like, however, just talk to it like it's a human and you want it to go a place. And sure enough, you could just, like, tell it however you wanted Are you sure to reiterate you didn't just get, like, like, Mr. Ed? Like, the horse was talking back to me? Yeah, like, maybe you just got, like, a really, really smart horse. I don't know, but that horse was smart. I don't know. Horses scare me a little bit because I I like like them. I like them, but they're very large. I also had an ex-boyfriend who had a very dark place where he lived, and he had horses, and he would let them just wander around his yard, which it would, like, they would shit everywhere. It was disgusting. Yeah. But it would just, I would be leaving at night, it'd be really dark, and it would just sneak up behind my shoulder, and there's suddenly, like, a giant horse head on my shoulder 
And it was like just trying to be nice to me, but it was very scary. Well, anytime I've ever brushed or touched a male horse, it gets a, a horse boner. Oh. <laughs> and then they get like weird and frisky and they kind of scare me. Yeah, you don't want that in your life. No, I don't need that in my life. I don't know. So what did okay. the camels? What did they do? <laughs> I don't know how horny these camels were, but there weren't a lot of like women around no. with the military at this point in time. So I don't know. Maybe we'll never find out. Okay. So during the Civil War, most of these camels, because they had brought them in like right before the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Remember, I said 1856. All right. So now we're during the Civil War. Most of these camels in Texas were then captured by Confederates who were like, what the fuck do we do with these? And most of these people had probably never seen camels before. If they had been, you know, born in America, they're like, what the fuck? So did they just think that they were like northerners doing northerner things? It's possible. They were like, look at that fucking northern horse. Yeah. They were like, where did all these Yanks get these horses that look like that? That's my Confederate (laughs) impression. I don't know deformed horses i'm gonna ask my best alien friend later because he is really into civil war stuff and like is he yeah he's really into it so i I wonder if he knows anything about the presence of camels in the civil war he might because he knows a lot of stuff he needs to find out yes the remaining camels within union control were moved from fort to fort throughout california because they couldn't decide on any operation to use big ass camels for so basically they were useless they were just wandering around california yeah the new secretary of war stanton wait he was the secretary of war yeah so this thing still this is a different guy now but do we still have that i think it's the secretary of state becomes the secretary of war during wartime i could be wrong though oh i'm pretty sure i don't know he's like i don't know i don't give a fuck okay yeah but this guy's name is Edwin M. Edwin M. Stanton, and I wasn't sure if I was going to try to say his full name because how the fuck try to say that three times fast? Ed- Edwin M. Stanton. Edwin M. Ed- Stanton. Edwin M. Stanton. So my yeah. husband this morning when we were talking about this, he was like, "Just try to say it in like a southern accent, and maybe it'll get easier." <laughs> so like Edwin M. Stanton, like <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> Okay. I like it. Very, okay. It's a normal name. It's just a tongue twister. So Stanton was sick of dealing with the whole camel thing and ordered them all to be sold. By the end of 1865, the California crew was on to bigger but not better things. Like, who did they sell them to? Just, like, private buyers? Like... Whoever would take them. Like, literally anyone. It was mostly, like, ranchers. And They were like, I've never seen one of these before. I'll take two. Yeah. The, okay, so imagine, like... I want some northern horses. Imagine the best, like, spaghetti western that you can from, like, the 1960s, like those ones where they're uh-huh. all dusty and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just imagine a camel in one of those. Because those I were the kind of guys that were purchasing these. Those guys were cool. Mm-hmm. Bank robbing on a camel? I love yeah, the Old West. Weird. So the Confederates in Texas were way ahead of these guys, and they had auctioned camels off like it was nobody's business. But they ran into the problem of not finding enough people who gave a shit about camels, so they just released the rest into the wild. 
Do you think that the camels were fighting the buffalo? Um, <laughs> maybe. I think that the buffalo would win because they're like lower to the ground. And I think they like have like charge. their own special powers. Like they each have their own special powers. And, and then like if you watch a fight between them, it's like a short stockier person fighting like a tall lanky dude that had like a different set of special muscle powers. Right. Yeah. So uh, I don't uh, think that uh, this would come up because the buffalo are like more of a plains type of situation. What if you were a western guy and you went up north and you were like, I'm oh. going to take my, because they think they're northern horses. I guess if you were bringing your camel with you to, say, Kansas or farther north, sure. I think it happens. Camel can survive in the north. This is... As long as this it is a Mother's Day episode. And my mom always told me, if you can think of it, it probably happened. She told me that a lot. And then I would be like, but grandma, what about a monkey that's eating pie and also wearing a dress? And she'd be like, yeah, stupid, that fucking of course. Happened. That, happened. that sounds like my mom. I would try to challenge her <laughs> all the time. And she would just be like, yeah, probably. I don't know. That's, that's how she went. Anyway. Yeah. So, because all these camels were released into the wild, feral camel sightings continued through the Southwest until the 1940s, especially really? in Arizona. I mean, yeah, we said they live about 50 years or so. And these are live wow. camel sightings. And these are about. live camel sightings, like just out sure? in the wilderness. Well, sure. maybe, maybe. There are multiple legends of ghost camels from the late 19th century including what I'll be talking about today, Red Ghost or the Headless Camel Man. <gasps> a Headless Camel Man? Yeah. Yes. I saw this. I, I was like... Headless Horseman, but a camel instead. Exactly. I wanted to talk about some sort of like a, a Wild West type of thing because that's... I just find that fascinating. Me too. And I was like, all right. I googled Wild West ghost stories and then I looked through like a bunch of them and I was like, this shit's stupid. And then I saw that there was like ghost camels and i'm like sign me the fuck up that's what we're doing yes <laughs> so the legend of sleepy hollow is much more familiar to everybody i'm sure both of you are familiar with it as well yeah because johnny Depp. yeah so washington irving who is an american writer in 1820 released this gothic horror short story which is mostly remembered for the spooky ass headless horseman horse Horseman. 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 Isn't Horseman Horseman a German last name? It is. Horseman is a last name. I remember going to school with people with that name because they're everywhere. All right. So it's mostly remembered for its spooky ass headless horseman who haunts the town. And also Johnny Depp is there. That was in my script and you just stole it from me. I'm sorry. So, this is like that, but it's a lot less goth and more spaghetti western. So, you know, get out of the spookiness and get more dusty. Okay. So, we're moving on past the Civil War aspect of it, and now we're into the aftermath. Okay. The legend began in 1883, when two men left their ranch house near Eagle Creek to check on their cattle. At some point during the forenoon, which is an old-timey word for morning... A forenoon? Just forenoon. Oh. I guess, what? yeah. 
It's like before and noon, and then you smush them together, and now you're old timey. I thought oh, so it was instead of morning, we're gonna say forenoon. Forenoon, right. yes. I like it. Okay. Happy forenoon. Good forenoon. <laughs> Good forenoon to y'all. It sounds leprechaun-y. It does sound leprechaun-y. So, during the forenoon, one of their wives left the house. I'm assuming that these two families were, like, sharing the house. There's only mention of one house. So, one of the wives left to bring water from a nearby spring. A few minutes after she went out, their dog began to bark. And so the other wife rushed to the window and saw what she described as a huge, reddish-colored beast ridden by a devilish-looking creature. Mm. So there's there's our first description of this ghost slash cryptid. Guy. How did she know that it was like a spirit? I guess just seeing something that was kind of scary in that time period would immediately make it ghost for you, right? Never know. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, this she's probably never seen a camel before. She doesn't know. She probably thought it was a fucked up horse that was dead, and it was probably alive. <laughs> She's like, that horse is deformed. It's got the, I don't know what, the cholera. Yeah, it's it a probably, leper. Yeah. It's got a it's growth. Something wrong. Yeah, she probably thought it had some kind of giant tumors on its back or something. Yeah. We were like, like, it's foaming at the mouth. It's very scary. Oh no, horse syphilis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Syphilis was like a big thing at this time. With horses? Well, with everyone, apparently. Syphilis was a problem for quite a long time. A long time. Yeah. So what she decided to do was lock the door to wait for the men to come back, and she apparently just didn't give a shit that the other wife was outside screaming. <laughs> what? She just left the other wife out there and was like, you can't come back in? Maybe she didn't like how her husband looked at her. I don't know. She got beef. She was like, you oh, get man. killed by that weird ghost camel. Or like, good luck, Betty. Yeah, maybe the two husbands were brothers, and she's like, I fucking hate my sister-in-law. Like, go oh. die. Oh my god. like that. I don't know. That's scary. Some people have, like, a lot of resentment towards their family. That was probably her situation. Okay. Let's, let's go with that story. Okay. So the two men returned. I don't know exactly how long after, but they found that the other wife, the one that was outside, had been trampled to death. What? So she's super dead. It's super dead by a ghost camel. Super dead by a ghost camel. And the next day, the men decided to follow the creature's tracks, which were cloven and much bigger than a horse's track. This could have just been goat man. So yeah, it, I mean, they're goaty-like, but bigger. I think they're pretty big. They have big fucking feet. Aren't they, like, dinner plate-sized feet? Really? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Ooh. Yeah, so they also found long red hairs tangled in the brush. So I'm imagining, like, you know those, like, cartoon tumbleweeds that were in, like, the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote cartoon? Mm -hmm. Like a dirt ball. I'm imagining, like, that, but with gross, like, stringy red hair on it. How did they know it wasn't an ape? They don't know what apes are. They don't know anything. Yeah, they probably don't know shit. They probably can't even do basic math. It's the 1880s, girl. Okay. So the town coroner was, of course, like, what the fuck? And was highly suspicious of their story because it sounded stupid. Like, what do you, he was suspicious and he thought it was what? 
Well, except for the horribly battered state of the body and the hoofprints, he was convinced that the women that the woman had been murdered by members of the family. Oh. Yeah. Because were there redheads in the he... family? I don't know necessarily, but it's possible. This sounds very suspicious. Yeah, but yeah. they did a whole trial and the jury returned a verdict of I quote Death in some manner unknown. Very mysterious, huh? It's very definitive that it was a ghost camel. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very much so. And the jury has decided that she was pummeled by ghost. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So not long after this, a group of prospectors in Clifton, Arizona, woke to piercing screams and the sound of thundering hooves as something tore Mm. through their tents. Thunder, 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 hooves. <laughs> I'm going to make a sound bit out of that and just play it every now and then on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, that would be really good, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. So, the scared men saw what they had called an impossibly large horse run off into the moonlight. Impossibly large. Yeah, they were like, that horse is too fucking big. I don't believe it. Did they say anything about the giant humps? Apparently not. I don't know. I, I mean, like it implies it was dark. Okay. Yeah. I guess. All right. But the creature was spotted again a few days later, then described as 30 feet tall. 30? 30 fucking feet. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know. So these other guys were saying that it knocked over two wagons, leaving red hair behind. Hmm. I'm imagining okay. it like... So you know how, like, in hockey, dudes just kind of, like, check each other and, like, go Mm -hmm. shoulder in? I'm imagining that this camel did that to the wagons because it's 30 feet tall. And it's just kind of like, bow, How did it get so big? 30 feet tall. He just, like, he just gave it a little, like, nudge with its foot and it was, like, falling over. Like, 30 feet tall? That's insane. Imagine, think about how tall 30 feet is. I can't even, that's, like, bigger than the house. Were people even using feet as, like, a measurement at this point? I thought that, like, using, like, the length of a horse's leg as a measurement was, like, a common thing I thought that they measure horses by hand. Oh, yeah. And a hand is, like, somebody just told me what it means. I want to say it's four inches per per hand. I think my hand is bigger than four inches. Why would they pick that word for that? I don't know. Maybe they had smaller hands back then. This camel was 895 hands. (laughs) Did you actually do that math correctly or did you just whip that out? No, I made that up. Oh, well, whatever. I'm going to go with it. It's a shit ton of hands. So the prospectors, cowboys, and settlers of this time were bored as shit and they often made up wildly exaggerated stories for entertainment. So the Red Ghost became a local campfire tale. Okay. Yeah, and this legend moved very quickly throughout the Arizona Territory, and weird shit started to get blamed on it. Like what? Such as, I guess one guy described the creature killing and eating a grizzly bear. Dude, grizzly bears are so fucking scary. Also, I don't think the grizzly bears, like, live in the southwest region. Isn't that more of, like, a northwest thing? Yeah, but they're really big. They're really fucking huge, but not for a 30-foot camel. Yeah, I mean, if you're 30 feet. Okay, so like a 30 foot ghost camel, I guess. Yes. Versus grizzly bear. Maybe it was a ghost grizzly bear that was part of a circus. 
I think the Probably. camels are herbivores, right? I believe. I, I'm supposed to be the expert. Why am I asking you? I believe why that the, they are herbivores. Are I only know us? that they drink Pepsi. That's what I know about them. And probably beer. So they drink Pepsi beer and they eat grizzly bear. Yes. Somebody call National Geographic because they need to be reporting on this shit. Yes. I bet you there's a camel special out there somewhere. Anyway. (laughs) So somebody else claimed that it disappeared into thin air when chased, which I don't know how long they chased it or if they just kind of like closed their eyes and they're like, oh shit, it's gone. How do you chase a 30-foot beast? Yeah, it would be like running so one fast. step would Especially be like at five scale miles. for a regular camel. Like we already know camels can run fast. If you made them like five times the size that they really are, they're going to run like really fast. It disappeared in thin air because it ran away so fast you didn't see it. Okay? Like it was like out of that's there so fast that that's why it disappeared. It's Scooby scrambled. Yes. Oh, so many legs. So I guess that the one commonality between all of these stories was that the huge red beast had a skeletal rider. That makes sense. Right. Is the skeleton man is this okay? So is the skeleton man to scale as well? Like when we're talking thirty feet tall, how yeah. big is the skeleton man? Because if he's sitting on there like a regular man, that's very large. I what? hadn't considered that. What it's if he was a regular tiny size. skeleton man way up there? What if he know. was tiny and he was between the humps? <laughs> How would you even notice him? Yeah, like exactly. there's just this, he was I don't I'm very confused by this whole situation. Okay, so say that there is a 30 foot tall camel. Its humps would probably be what? Maybe five feet tall? That's it? Well, humps aren't really all that much of a camel's height. Its legs are most of its height. Okay, say that they're at least five foot humps. And a normal man at this time was probably between five and six feet, you'd assume. Mm-hmm. So the hump would be as big as the dude. And if you're a dude that's the same size as the hump put in between the two humps, how would you even, like, notice him? He's not the main attraction here. He well, would be he riding the side up. saddle with his little skeleton legs going off to one side like it was, like, it was on a <laughs> fucking couch. He's just up there, like, enjoying the view. <laughs> like a princess waving to yes. everyone slowly. Yeah, like, he doesn't fucking care. What does he have to do? He's there's, there's, like, there's nothing, like, the only thing he has to worry about is falling off of this camel. That's all he has to worry about because he's, like, up there. It's He's so sturdy. It's like a balcony. Do you think that, like, the the width of the camel, a 30-foot camel, the width of it would be so wide? You're right. Side saddle. He would His be very comfortable. legs just jiggling. He could do a lot step. up there. Yeah. Do tricks like do a backflip. Are you imagining a like dancing flying skeleton guy? I'm imagining like a cartoon type of situation. Like, know? isn't there a Disney movie where they have where there's like a skeleton and it's uh some? Oh. Yeah, I feel it's like the, it's one of the Day of the Dead Coco. movies. Didn't they make like a million yes. Day of the Dead movies that were maybe not Disney, but just animated? One of them was The Book of Life, and then, yeah, Coco. We've like decided that people. like that movie because all the skeletons dance. Yes, there's a dancing skeleton man on the back of a 30-foot camel. All right, so then what happened? The Red Ghost was credited for all sorts of mischief, such as breaking into cabins, Caving in mine entrances, which is fucking dangerous and inconsiderate as hell, right? Yes. And 
stampeding and scaring off cattle and horses. How does the 30-foot camel have the dexterity to break into cabins? He picks I wonder lots. if he's not always 30 feet tall, because you said that there are differing opinions on what he looks like, except for there's always a skeleton man. So right. maybe it's a normal-sized camel at other maybe times. Maybe he can decide how big he wants to be. Yeah. He can. But also... That's, what I, that's the only logical explanation. Well, clearly the skeleton man is the one that's breaking into the cabins. Oh, that's true. He could put his little, like, bony finger into a lock and, like, mm-hmm. wiggle and jiggle that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously. exactly how obviously. it happens. All right. Yeah. You know, because I'm a detective. I'm thinking that this was probably just regular scoundrels that were like, it was the fucking camel. Don't look at me. Come on. Yes. That is, well, I don't know. I think it was the camel, actually. Of course. Skeleton. If I were a scoundrel, yes. I would blame a camel guy. Apparently people were really gullible at this time. So you could, like, get no away with shit. that. Yeah. So what else did the skeleton ghost do? Well, eventually, a cowboy found the red ghost in one of the corrals where he was working, and he lassoed it, as cowboys do. The creature then ran and dragged this man until he lost his grip on the lariat. A lariat is a rope used as a lasso or for tethering, according to the Google. I looked it up. Good job. Yeah. But he was not the best wrangler. And this proved that the red ghost did, in fact, have a physical and very camely form. I guess the people weren't, like, certain that it was a camel up until this guy grabbed onto it. Okay, so it wasn't a ghost. No. Like, he decided that this was a real camel? I guess that he saw this thing and he was like... That's what all these motherfuckers have been talking about. And I'm going to try to catch it. And then he proved that it wasn't a ghost and it was, in fact, a camel. Oh. Okay. So, a few months go by. And a group of five men shot at the camel. They knocked the skeleton head off. And this is where he becomes the headless camelman. This is where he becomes the headless camelman. So there is actually a skeleton on this camel why this is its origin story we'll get to that in a minute we'll we'll get to why okay so doesn't that seem a lot harder to pull off than just like hitting the camel's body because so say there's five dudes they're all shooting all these bullets at the same time but somehow they only hit the head of the skeleton i also hope that these guys paraded the skull around like a trophy or something or maybe like on a (laughs) stick like shaking it (laughs) yeah are you getting the same image that I am, guys? Like, the skull on top of a stick, and they're, like, running around at night, like, with it. It just reminds me of that gift that I gave to my dad. Like, oh, that? Two years ago. It was, like, a shrunken head. On a staff? On a staff, yeah. yeah. Oh, Where did you yeah. find that? I got it at a Goodwill. Really? You found it at a Goodwill? Yeah. So, like, most people, when they go to Goodwill, there's, like, you know, clothing and, like, slightly worn shoes and whatever random kitchen dishes that don't match. And then there's just this fucking staff with a shrunken head, like, over in the corner. And that's what I was just imagining the person that, like, donated it being like, I think somebody's going to want this. And then they just take it to Goodwill. (laughs) 
And then the guy that's like doing his community service because he got in trouble for something is there like Flashing unloading it from their car and they're like, what the fuck is this thing? And then there's the person probably that checked me out and that's the only thing I bought. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wish that it yeah. had like a hidden camera on it the whole time. Okay. I think it has flashing red eyes, but anyway. So after they did their whole, you know, skull on a stick dance, the red ghost still continued to scare the shit out of people. It ran around stomping on stuff with a headless skeleton as an accessory. So it got worse. Yeah. Yeah. This continued until 1893 when farmer Mizzou Hastings found the camel in his turnip patch and killed it in one shot. That's because his name was Mizzou. I know, I'm really jealous. Like, you wish I would have named you Mizzou? Why did you not name me Mizzou? That's so much cooler than what I got. Why didn't you name Squish Mizzou? Ah, fair. So imagine your name is Mizzou, and you're put in a kindergarten class with all these other kids that are like, John, and I don't know what people were named at this time. People were named, like, like Bible names, and like, Tobias. (laughs) Jedediah. Uh, Malachi. Oh, Malachi, yeah. And then there's just Mizzou. Bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of Bills. Like Wild Bills. Wild Bill Hickok. That's what I thought of. That's the only thing that came to my head. How about like Wild Bill? Do you feel like Mizzou is kind of like a a sidekick name? Yeah, actually. It is. Yes. I'm thinking like a superhero sidekick. Oh, I'm thinking like if you were a, like a a villain and your sidekick Mizzou. I think of him being as being a scoundrel. Mizzou the scoundrel. That's why he's such a good shot. Yes. He's I think a seasoned scoundrel. I think that we okay, could so call the baby Squish Mizzou. We could call her Mizzou. Okay. Squish Mizzou. So I would like to remind you that an entire firing squad couldn't hit the camel, but Mizzou got it in one hit. He's a sharpshooter. He is more than a sidekick. He's apparently a turnip farmer. Why does he have this, like, skill? How did he develop that? Because he had to shoot moles all the time. Mizzou's like, fuck them moles. Get out of my turnips. Yeah, that's what it was. He's a really good shot. He was like, shit, that's a weird mole. He got it. He got it. So this was the first guy who got, like, a really good look at the red ghost. The red ghost was just a standard-ass camel. But it had a saddle and leather straps bound so tightly around it for so long that it had deep scars across its back. That's so sad. Oh, no. It is kind of so sad. He had been abused this whole time. And he yeah. wasn't a ghost. He was real. He was real. Nobody knows why this dead guy was strapped to him. But that's a really shitty existence for the camel. <gasps> oh, so it was just like a skeleton was trapped... So his dead owner was attached to him the whole time. Oh it was like God. an actual human dude. He decomposed on the camel. Gross. That is so sad. So this is yeah. not like Coco. There was no dancing. This was just a dead gentleman strapped to an abused camel. So. Oh, God. Then we have to ask, why was the dude not able to unstrap himself? Was this like a punishment or maybe a fetish thing? I'm hoping it wasn't a fetish thing. Oh, God. (laughs) Various theories have tried to explain this over the years. Um, I'm going to get into some of those in just a second. But what do you guys think? 
that it could be. I did not think fetish. That's what I didn't think. I don't know. Well, I'm proud of you for not thinking that. Okay. Thank you. I'm just mortified. I just, not mortified. That means I'm embarrassed. Yeah, why are you embarrassed? I'm not embarrassed. Wow. I'm deeply saddened by this turn of events. I just think that he got, he was a guy that was riding his camel. He got shot and it just, the body was just attached to it. But why was he strapped on so tight then? Well, because he, he had a hard time to ride a camel. Sometimes he would fall off. So he just wanted to make sure that he didn't fall off. So he just did a really good job. But then when he finally did, or just like his belt buckle got caught on something. So I get stuck on doors all the time. Are you thinking some like outlaw shot this guy who was just casually riding his camel? Is that yes. yeah, basically what you got? Yeah. All right. Or he was eating, he was eating some jerky. And he choked on the jerky, and he tried to give himself the Heimlich on the humps, like, up against it. He was, like, throwing himself against the humps, but he couldn't he make He was him humping th- the humps? He was. And he couldn't make the thing come undislodged out of his throat, and he died. He just choked to death on the jerky. And he was hunched over it in such a way that he didn't fall off. Yeah, it's like, okay, if you guys rode a, a camel, though, like, would you hug the hump all the time like a stuffed animal? Oh, hell yeah, I would. Wait, are the humps hard? Yeah. Or are they, like, squishy? They probably feel like a boob. I don't think, I was assuming that they'd be, like, kind of firm. So are oh, boobs I think sometimes. they're firm. Unless uh, you're old. I guess, yeah. Like, they're not, like, jiggling when it walks, so I think they're, like, solid. I think it's, like, a rib are cage, sure? but around the hump. Fucking no. It's water in up, there. I'm going to do a side quest right now. I'm going to like ask a water bed camel with a skeleton. really thick, like, like Oh, you're cow- right. Cone. It is not, it's not bone. I'm, uh, I'm thinking it's like gelatinous. Camel skeleton oh, kind of looks like a dinosaur, honestly. Cool. So I don't, I don't know what they're made of and how they feel. So there aren't bones in them? Not in the hump, no. It's like touching a big boob. The humpy bones boob. connected to the backbone. Seems <laughs> mm. very serious right. about this side quest. What? I thought that, okay, so aren't camels supposed to have two humps or do they only have one? Some only have one and some have two. Like the Arabian camel, I believe, has two, but like a lot of Asian camels have one. Okay, because I'm just imagining that these people, this skeleton man to be between the humps like is that is this a double hump they were arabian camels that were brought so they were two humpers yeah they were mostly two humpers i believe they had gotten them from like the turkey kind of area and that's where the arabian ones live on that peninsula all right i'm ready to find out why what people think about this skeleton strapped to the back of the camel because it just like things got bad really quick yeah Some people believe that it was a prospector dying of thirst who tied himself to the camel, hoping it would bring him to water. And I guess he just, like, zonked out. I was thinking to say, like, he put a straw into the hump. He just shoved it in there like a Capri Sun. Like a Capri Sun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like he's gonna... Oh, that's not nice. I won't die of thirst. That's an actual animal. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure how reliable that method of water seeking is. I've never heard of that, like, being a thing. Not good. Yeah. 
Um, another theory is that somebody had a camel they weren't too fond of and a corpse to dispose of. Um, I'm assuming because of murder. And so they tied the two together and released it as a prank on the locals. I like that one. Okay. I could see that, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. people just die all the time in the 1800s. So Diarrhea. Dead. You yeah. got a cough? Dead. Had sex but with the wrong person? Diarrhea. You're dead. Oh, that takes a while. Oh, yeah, that's true. You syphilis. have to go crazy first. I mean, maybe it was a syphilis guy. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, this could be all syphilitic right. insanity. Syphilitic insanity made this guy straight up be like, ooh, sexy camel. Whoa. And then he, like, tied himself. What? This is the, yeah, this is the fetish thing. He said, whoa, and then tied himself to the camel. And then, because he had syphilitic insanity, he couldn't figure out how to untie. And it's just like, well, fuck, here we go. I have a new theory. Maybe he was just traveling and he had this camel and he was like, I have to be here to here in a certain amount of time. I'm in a hurry. There's this hump that I could lay my body on to go to sleep because it's soft Uh like a boob. And I'm just going to like strap myself on so I don't fall off and I'm going to sleep and get on like basically autopilot with my camel. Like how Teslas are? Yeah, like he was just taking a nap at the wheel and then somebody saw him in the night because they thought that he was a monster and they shot shot him him. because a firing squad had happened. You know, like there were all kinds of just people just shooting people all the time. He got shot, but he was sleeping and it just that's how it happened. So I was just trying to take a nap. I had talked about this whole you know, this whole story with my husband earlier. Uh-huh. And what he had proposed was that there was no camel all along. Everyone just had syphilis and they're going fucking crazy. <laughs> that is very, yeah. very likely. It was the syphilitic insanity from the beginning. This was a group hallucination, just like UFOs. Right. Our claim or to like, a bed. What is it? Like a desert mirage? Oh. Where yeah. they're, they're just seeing shit. Because it's too hot. Alright. The heat waves are making camels appear. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And the third theory that I found online was that the rider was a young soldier who was understandably very afraid of giant smelly camels and didn't want to learn how to ride them. So to teach him how, his fellow soldiers tied him to the camel, determined to get him over his fear or just... To be mean, because I'm assuming that they were just bullying this guy. Probably. I've seen the same, like, soldier idea, but from two perspectives, where, like, the other soldiers are being nice guys, and they're like, you can do it, buddy! And then the other perspective, where they're like, haha, let's tie this idiot to a camel. Yeah. Just yeah, hazing. so, it, it could be hazing. Maybe they were just sweet boys trying to help their homie. Wow. But either way, the camel took off running with its new hostage. <laughs> and the other soldiers could not catch the camel and its new rider slash prisoner. Oh, no. So the red ghost easily outpaced them at 25 to 45 miles per hour, escaping into the desert. Yeah, and then yeah. the guy just died and decomposed on it. Yeah, I guess he just never figured out how to get off. He never figured out how to put the straw into the Capri Sun. No. Yeah, he probably just starved. Can you imagine just starving to the... 
like okay this whole thing like was a lot more fun when we thought it was a 30-foot ghost camel but instead it was like a real situation Animal where cruelty. a poor man died somehow i hope he was a dick i hope this guy was a dick because wow that's a shitty way to live your afterlife it's just kind of fun to be honest this whole story is wild so my morality wants to believe that the guy was already dead when he was attached to the camel, but I'm kind of leaning toward the soldier theory because it makes more sense. None of it makes yeah. any sense. Like, it would be really mean to do this to somebody, but I could see it happening. And keep in mind that camels have about the same lifespan as people of the, of the 19th century. Yeah. So the camel could have kept going into the 1890s, even if it kidnapped the guy during the Civil War. So he just, like, had dead guy on his back, like, for who knows how long. Oh, God. Yeah, it could have been, like, a couple years. It could have been, like, fucking 30 years. We don't know how old the camel was. Who knows? But the last confirmed camel sighting in the Southwest was in 1941. But there are still rumors of a few wandering Baja, California, and the Mojave to this day. That's creepy. So, like, right? And we don't know if they're real or ghosties. Maybe these are the ghosts of the original military camels, or maybe they're just out there actually alive, and they're living out Mad Max dystopian fantasies in the desert together. I like that. They are they have a camel thunderdome. <laughs> thunder, 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 camels. Is that the second time that you've done a Thunder song this episode? Because I am really, really happy if it's this. Yeah, you did one earlier. Yeah. 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 Oh. They got, like, mohawks and, like, the black smeared around their eyes. They're eating cans of dog food and Pepsi. And they're wearing roller skates. Yeah. Like, not just regular roller skates, but the kind that are, like, this fast derby roller skates with, like, the really big wheels. Remember (laughs) Tina Turner's big, like, wig in Beyond Thunderdome? Where she had like the crazy fucking hair. I'm imagining a camel with that hair. Yes. I like it. But red. Yeah. Yeah, but red. Obviously. Yeah. So the red ghost only had one confirmed kill, but that doesn't mean that other camels aren't more successful. Wait, In conclusion. What does that mean? Well, eh, if you ever find yourself in the southwestern US, you better watch your back. Because heat stroke isn't the only danger out there. Ooh. Feral camels. So try not to get murdered by ghost camels or okay. real camels. Yeah. You don't have to worry about me being in the desert. Fuck that shit. Yeah, why would you like I might be in do the it. desert? Like if I'm going camping and looking for UFOs. Oh, yeah, that's a good reason to be out there. I just don't think yeah. that you should. You could do that. Seriously, Cece, you can't even go ghost hunting. And you're going to go get aliens? I want to go see, I want to see a UFO. I don't want, like, I don't want to get butt probed. No, I don't want to get butt probed. I'm going to tell them thanks, but no thanks on the butt probe. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing a UFO very much so. But if you go to the desert, you might get butt probed by a scorpion. So consider that. I'm not going to wear a dress though. It'll be fine. Scorpions are pointy, dude. They can't go in your I'm going to wear tall boots. It's gonna be very hot. Like how? How I'm imagining you Tall in like boots and a tinfoil hat. Okay. 
You know the Spongebob movie <laughs> where Patrick wears those, like, thigh-high boots toward the end? Because he's a goofy goober. Because he's a goofy goober rock. Did, yeah. Did, did. Okay, anyway. I'm imagining you wearing those in the desert with your tinfoil hat. Okay. For scorpion protection. And it's all very sexy and weird. And Mad Max yeah. hair. Yeah. That looks super hot. Super hot. That's all I got for camels today. I hope that you that was feel enlightened. An interesting ride. This was a literally good did you guys get it? episode. Yeah, I, I got it. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. And happy all first Mother's Day to you, Concrete Kira. Yes, on your very first Mother's Day. Word to your mother. I like it. Ah. That's how I'm celebrating my first Mother's Day, is just saying dumb shit like that. I also had cinnamon rolls today, so. All right. Mm-hmm. That's right. delicious. Are we wrapping it up? We're wrapping it Wrap up. That's it. all I have oh. for you. Let's do it. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.